Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. Day one of the Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament in the books. Day two starts at 9 a.m. this morning. Let's take a look at the quarterfinals in Class 2A and 1A. Atlantic has two on the winner's side. Tate Jordan at 106. And at 126, Aiden Smith of Atlantic, a two-time medal winner, and he finished runner-up a year ago. He's off to a good start. He won by a 10-3 decision in the second round yesterday. He's in the quarterfinals as well as Jordan at 106, a first-time state tournament qualifier. Elsewhere, at 120 pounds, Christian Ahrens is in the quarterfinals for Creston, and Vinnie Mayberry of Glenwood also in the quarterfinals. He had a pin in the second round. Elsewhere at 132, Matt Beam of Glenwood in the quarterfinals. Dominic Polsley of Clarendon in the quarterfinals. He advanced by a fall in 15 seconds. And Mason Kohler of Glenwood and Carson Downey of Clarinda both in the quarterfinals at 215 and Trent Patton of Glenwood in the quarterfinals at 285 Max Chapman of Creston in the quarters at 285 Evan Sorensen of Atlantic uh, won by a fall in 335 in a consolation match then lost by a fall in 242 now looking at class a 1A quarterfinalist at 106 Crosby Yoder of Logan Magnolia still alive on the winner's side. At 113, Dallas Kenoyer Earlham, he's alive on the winner's side as well. Tegan Slaybaugh of ACGC is in the quarterfinals at 120 pounds. Carson Thompson Underwood in the quarterfinals at 132. And Blake Allen of Underwood advanced to the quarterfinals at 138. Also 144, Corbin Rice of Logan Magnolia in the quarterfinals. At 150, Taven Amore Riverside in the quarterfinals. Jacob McCargill of Shenandoah, he won by a decision 4-2 to stay alive in the quarterfinals. And Danny Kinsella of Trainer alive in the quarterfinals at 150. At 157, Caden Baxter of HSTW, Will Buckhold of Underwood, and Owen Laughlin of Shenandoah all advanced to the quarterfinals here uh, today. At 165 pounds, Ryan Stiles of Earlham advances the quarterfinals along with Maddox Nelson of Underwood also in Class 1A. At 175, Jaden Dickerson of Shenandoah in the quarterfinal round. Shenandoah had a good day yesterday. At 190, Tate Hafner of Southwest Valley is in the quarterfinals. And at 215, Ashton Honnold of Nottoway Valley advances to the winner's side. And at 285, Peyton Jacoby of ACGC is in the quarters. And Trent Warner of Nottoway Valley also in the quarterfinals. You also have a number of wrestlers that are still alive on that backside. Austin West will keep you updated with reports on KSOM and KS95 throughout the day today, again tomorrow and on Saturday. Well, Cherokee Washington defended their home court last night in a Class 3A Region 7 semifinal girls basketball game at Cherokee. Freshman guard Addie Wolfswinkle led the Braves with 13 points, and Addie Pickett finished in double figures with 11. Deidre Doden, the Braves 6-1 freshman post player, 9 points. Laney Wolfswinkle, 8. Harper Benson, 7. Caden Volkert, 6. And Cassie Leeds, 1. Sophomore Zoe Kirkhoff led the Trojans with 15 points, including 8 for 8 from the free throw line. McKenna Schrader and Peyton Harder scored 9 points each. Lila Wiederstein pitched in 7. Peyton McLaren, 2. And Claire Pellet and Avery Knuth scored 1 point each. The Braves jumped out to a 4-0 lead early and extended to 8-3, but the Trojans outscored the home team 7-4 down the stretch, led by Schrader's three-point basket. Cherokee Washington bowled out to a 7-2 run in the second quarter for a 19-14 lead, but countered with a 9-2 and tied the game at 21-21. 
This time, the Braves answered with a 5-0 run to finish the half, leading 26-21 in what was becoming a defensive battle with each team forcing turnovers. The third quarter was similar to the first half with both teams playing intense defense, making it difficult for either team to score. There were several steals throughout the quarter. After a tough battle, the Trojans outscored the Braves 10-9, closing the gap to 35-31 at the end of the third quarter. Now, the separation between the two teams came in the final quarter when the Trojans went on a 5-0 run and took a 36-35 lead. However, Cherokee's backup guard, Addie Pickett, and Caden Volkert made three-point shots, and the Braves pulled away, outscoring the Trojans 20-13, ultimately winning the game 55-44. Atlantic head coach Dan Vargas is proud of his team's efforts. Yeah, we were with them the whole game. Uh, you know, the score definitely did not represent the way that game was played. Uh, you know, credit to them. They made plays in the, in the fourth quarter, just like last time. We were up here right there with them. Uh, unfortunately, they made some plays, and, and we weren't able to match them at the end. But um, we were there with them the whole way, and, and they hit shots at the end to seal it. A uh, heck of a battle by our girls. And the Trojans basketball program says goodbye to seniors Claire Pellet, Avery Knuth, and Keeley Peterson. I appreciate all of them, and they all had different roles in the program. Um, obviously, Claire became a starter for us this year, and um, every year her role has grown just a little bit more and more, um, and her leadership has been tremendous on and off the court, so that's big. Um, A.J. Knuth, same thing. She's a kid who her minutes weren't high. Um, love her to death, and, and she came every single day and brought it. Great attitude. Um, you know, just a kid that you, you love to have on your team in your gym, and that was the kind of kid I was where I went and worked hard. Um, so I appreciate that. And then Keely Peterson, same thing. She just came every single day, didn't complain, um, stuck it out for four years. I'm really proud of her and the, the work that she's put in every single day. Now with their win, Cherokee has now extended their record to 15-7 and seven, and will travel to Harlan, whose record is 19-3 and three, on Saturday, February 17th for the regional final. The game will begin at 7 p.m. Elsewhere in Class 3A Region 2, Des Moines Christian 56, Clark 42, Algona 70, Garner Hayfield Ventura 63, 3A Region 7, Harlan again 71, Clarinda 40, and Cherokee 55-44 of Atlantic. Class 4A Region 3 last night, Storm Lake 62, Sergeant Bluff Luton 48, Winterset eliminates Creston 51-23, 4 Region 4, Knoxville 65, Perry 50, and Ballard over Newton 38-26. Class 4 Region 8, Carroll 53, Dennis and Sleswig 41, and Carlisle 55, ADM 53. Well, postseason play continues as Xyra HK continues their run with a semifinal against Riverside in the boys' substate play. Zach Collins has this report. Xyra EHK just continues to see success as they finish in the second round in the Rolling Valley Conference, right behind Woodbine, issuing the Tigers their only two losses of the regular season. Head coach Tony Sanistavin is proud of his boys on their accomplishments this season and knows that he couldn't have done it without their drive and passion for the game. All the credit goes to the, to the guys. Um, they've been working their butt off. Um, really been locking in during practice and really focusing on what our goal is at hand. We just got to keep doing the little things better and better, especially coming down tournament time and games are just going to get harder from here on out. And Riverside coming up on Thursday, they're going to be they're going to be tough as nails. So um, again, just doing the little things and just making sure we're locked in mentally. This Xyra EHK team works as one unit. Rather than having a star player, the Spartans feature four players averaging double digits this season, including leading scorer Cash Amgarten with 18 points and 6.1 rebounds per game. Aiden Flathers has continued to lead the charge at guard with 13.4 points, 3.4 assists, and 5 rebounds per game. Both Josh Nelson and Jackson Radcliffe are averaging over 10 points 
and six rebounds or more this season. I mean, they just genuinely enjoy coming to practice and playing basketball the right way, sharing the basketball, doing the little things. It doesn't matter if one guy scores 20 this night um, and then 10 the next or vice versa. At the end of the day, it's all about the team and what the team scores and what the team gives up. So just trying to help them realize that, again, um, basketball is a team sport and it's, it's a lot more fun when you get people involved and play basketball the right way. While the offense continues to roll in the right direction, the defense continues to be the main catalyst for the Spartans. Coach Santa Saban says that this defensive mentality comes from the success of the past. Me and Coach Humberg, that's something that, not to open up the yearbook, but back in our day, we loved the defensive side of things, and that's kind of where uh, we've been preaching to our guys this whole year is defense is what leads the whole thing. Defense leads an offense. Defense leads into more tips, more just making the team frustrated, um, getting them off balance. So, uh, defensively is where we're at. Offensively, we can do some things, but some night it might not be there, but defense has to be there every night. Um, that's just one thing that we've been preaching to them um, throughout the whole year. Looking into their next game, the Spartans will be taking on the Riverside Bulldogs in regional semifinal action. Riverside is led this season by senior Grady Jepson, who is averaging 25.7 points, 7.4 rebounds, and two steals per game this season. Leading in all categories, if Jepson is hot on the night, he and the Bulldogs are hard to stop on the hardwood. Grady's just, um, honestly, as a, a basketball fan, it's just kind of fun to watch him um, do what he does as far as film and stuff. Um, we did play him once during the summer at a shootout, but um, honestly, that feels like a, a long, long time ago compared to right now. But we, we've seen him before. Um, I've seen multiple games. Um, just to get a better idea of kind of how he plays and what the other guys bring to the table as well. Grady is a, a heck of a player, um, but they also have some other other guys that know their roles and know how to play it pretty well. Xyra EHK hosts Riverside tonight for regional semifinal action. The game will tip off at 7 p.m. and will air on KS 95.7 with a 6.40 p.m. pregame show with myself, Zach Collins, on the call. I'm Zach Collins, reporting. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson.